Well, hello. We are back to do another after the LCME Secretariat call. This time we're going to focus on the one from January 9th. We're a little bit behind, but not that much. And the topic was planning and conducting your accreditation survey visit, embracing the process. I think it's also highly appropriate that we are taping this on Valentine's Day. And so mm -hmm. you can see the hearts. My colleagues clearly, clearly not as into Valentine's Day as I am. They're yeah. wearing black. Maybe that's appropriate for some of us for Valentine's Day wearing black. I don't know. I'm I wearing green and people can take that. Oh, oh my gosh. I guess that is green, Colleen. All right. I don't want to be inappropriate, but you know. Right. No, I, I yeah, a dark, a dark green yeah. can also be thought of as non-Valentine's Day as well. well but there's something with green M&Ms and people can just Google oh, that. Oh, you've made a connection. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I failed to make that connection. So I was yeah. And we will go with black. Why black? <laughs> thinking about like how the LCME and Valentine's Day, are there things that are alike with them? Like, like, for example, oh. right, I'm just going to go like, with love, you never know what's going to happen. And with the LCME, you never know exactly what's going to happen. You can anticipate and plan for something and then something just comes out of the woodwork. And it just rocks your whole world. Mm. There are some corollaries there with love is what I guess. Right? Yes. Like a crazy request from a survey visitor that wants to know the policy history, even though that's not a requirement in the LCMB um, elements. Right? That just came out of the blue, right? Or like you said yeah. someone expecting a response and you don't get you don't get that response. I think there's a lot a lot of similarities. I'm just saying, let's talk about ways that planning and conducting your accreditation visit, let's talk real about that, but let's make some correlations to love and relationships as we do it in the honor of Valentine's Day and the LCME. Because you can, again, plan for a lot of things in love, and it just doesn't work out that way. I'm just going to say, from yeah. my personal experience recently, not at all. That's not where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> Like you can plan on having certain faculty show up and then they just forgot to block their calendars. They ghost you just so like that. Have, oh yeah. They ghost you or they make excuses. Um, that never happens. Excuses. So many chips. Right. Yep. So many characters. Or they haven't read the material, even though it's been given five different ways. Right. They haven't read your text, even though you've sent a kind of a request. Five different times. My goodness, that never happens. Ever. Never happens. TV. All right, let's focus now on. All right, sorry, but you know, I think it's important to add some levity to the process because if you can't laugh with your team, right, to get through the LCME, there's you can't laugh with your team, right? So, so you got to be able to laugh through some of this and get and get through it. So, and I'll it also that. brings your team closer, and you get team bonding and and team love when you're preparing yes for right yeah for sure um, yes yes some form of shared adversary at times is a very loving bonding relationship for right us. right absolutely all right i was going to make another comment on that but i will refrain about the adversary 
All right, let's, okay, let's each give like what's a really good tip for planning and conducting your accreditation survey visit. Like what are some things that from going through this process for so long, uh, own schools, helping other schools, like what would be your like top tips on, on the planning? I, I will start with mine, which is, I think that I'll see me still in their calendar, their timeline that they give you talk about 18 months, starting ahead of time, about 18 months. I would honestly, first of all, you're always in preparation. Okay. But because we also know that that wanes and waxes with what else other fires are going on at your school. I think two years, I actually really believe that you should start formal preparation. You extend that timeline two years. I think that just, it gives you some time to, when things happen, you can't turn all your attention to the visit. Um, it gives you more time to think and plan. And uh, that would be my big tip is that you start preparing two years, not 18 months. So. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Um, and thinking about doing your ISA well ahead of a year before your site visit so that you can resurvey. So that actually ties into the conversation from the February secretariat call. And they talk about the timeline, um, but you're allowed to absolutely resurvey on items. You know, caveat being, don't ask all of the questions you might not want to get the feedback on because you very likely will have to give that information to the LCME, kind of Delisa's earlier point. Even if you didn't think you had to, they will ask for it. And then you turn over all of that data. So be really careful um, with what you ask and when you ask it. Um, but any way in which you can incorporate that you're doing continuous quality improvement and you never stop preparing for your visit, um, but start being really mindful of it and making really effective action plans with that student data is going to put you in a better place. Even if it ends up being a citation, at least you already have data to pull from to show you're trending upwards, hopefully. Yep. I think also including those ISA questions at the end of every year in your end of year survey for all your year, uh, four years of the students so that you can build upon that. You can identify issues three years ahead of time. And then, you know, sometimes it can be long and cumbersome. So if you know your library is great, don't include that. But in areas where you know that relaxation, study space, build that into your end of year surveys. Yep. I So I speaking of that, so I've had a question come up. Um, so I'm hearing that some schools, like, so we always say take from the ISA or like the DQ and like you just said, right, to, to do the survey so you get a, test, a temperature. I'm hearing that some schools are now modifying some of the LCME questions to so that they better fit their school. And that, I get that. It also has me concerned. It, and what I mean by that is, so your students are going to get used to answering the questions you're adapting. And then they're going to see differently worded questions from the LCME. And mm -hmm. so they're not going to, you, you know, they're, it's not going to resonate. This is not the same question. Because I think a lot of things like academic the counseling, right? And really trying to make students understand what the personal counseling, you know, and I get that. But then when they see the word, the words from the survey, how are they going to know how to answer? So I, I'm, I'm, I am very conflicted on that. What do you guys think? So honestly, I think the point of getting the questions out there in any way early, just so you can identify the problems, because you need to be clear, they, the school needs to understand what the um, problems are. So if they're asking it in a way that helps them identify the question better, then I think that's okay. And I, you know, it's only asked once a year, so I don't know how used to it they'll get, but 
I agree. There's, you know, I think there'll be need to be some prompting before the ISA is launched to um, maybe share the distinction between the questions if they've been asked differently on the end of year survey. Yeah, so, so we approach it a little different than that, Lisa. Um, at our school, and we did this at my last institution as well, we actually have a glossary of terms. We do it for the GQ, so we just sent it out to the class actually yesterday since Happy Valentine's Day. The GQ launched today, if everybody didn't know that. Yippee, yippee. Um, and it is to say, you know, this, when it says the Office of the Dean of Student Affairs, these are the people included. It does not include housing and financial aid or something just to be clear again who is there who isn't there right i don't know if they read it uh we don't know if it makes an impact at all in their understanding and how they interpret the question but we try to do those for the isa ones that we do those questions that we do at the end of the year we do like an ie in the actual question stem so we use the actual verbatim isa statement but then we'd say like ie this would be yada yada at our school, you know, like um, terminology we would use for a course. Um, you know, sometimes there's those concerns that um, I've heard faculty say students don't know how to distinguish the basic science domains because they think those are course names and not content domains. So you can yeah. add some of those there. Um, but we still try to do as best we can apples to apples comparison. Yeah. And then if there's any confusion that we are inferring, then we consult back with the students like after we get the data and say, why, why did you respond this way? And it may be an, an educative opportunity for us to educate the students. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, any, uh, any other um, quick tips before we conclude this Valentine's Day edition of uh, after the LCME Secretariat call? Um, this sounds like a really terrible pitch for ourselves and you doesn't have to be us, but I really do suggest you hire somebody external to look at your documentation, to run prep sessions, mock visit. Um, we all get way too close to the information because it's our school and we have like a visceral connection to it. It is really, really, really helpful to have somebody from the outside just come in and see if you're in compliance or not to give you feedback um, you might not want to hear it, but it's a lot better to hear it from yep. your peers that you hired as consultants versus the LCME who makes the decision on your accreditation status. Yeah, we definitely, you know, when I put on my Baylor hat, we, we definitely hired people from the outside to do the mock visit and, and to give feedback on the BCI a hundred percent, like a hundred percent. So I, I, yeah, so I, I agree with that in general too. And, you know, I know that the LCME basically says in their letter, when you get it, like, you know, they, they don't like consultants, you know, and to me, it's like, well, um, if you don't want schools to have to use consultants, then make it a little bit clearer, like what you're asking for and, and how you evaluate and all of that stuff. Um, they, they basically have funded the consulting business, um, you know, yeah, so. You mean, if we tie this back to love, have open and honest communication and be transparent, that'd be just swell. Right. Make sure you make sure you go on lots of dates and are committed before you move in. <laughs> well, well, maybe you're never going to get to that step uh, uh, at all. So there's always that. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Ooh, wait. Valentine's Day. 
All right. Yes. Until next time when we are going to. So the next topic is going to be. Oh, how? Oh, uh, April 4th, right? No, March 7th. Oh, it's element 3.3. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, boy. We're going to have to do oh, that. I shouldn't have said just boy since it's about diversity. I'm sorry. Right. Maybe we should do that on St. Patrick's Day. We should. We'll do St. Patrick's Day version. That one could be very scary pending, you know. Yeah. What's in the pot at the end of the rainbow? Yeah. Ooh. Right? Ooh. <laughs> Does it even exist? No idea. Nobody knows. All right, team. We're gonna we're gonna conclude now before we do anything else to offend anyone. And if we offended you at all today, it was all in jest. So just you know what? Like be able to laugh at yourself. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Bye everybody. Until Bye. Next time. Bye. Bye.